Hey, y'all. Hey, it's your girl PK. And now we're going to talk about the single part of all of this. Let me just tell you something about Portia. She is very upfront. She's blunt, which some of you know. But if anything, I've never been afraid to approach a man. I've never been afraid to do a lot of things. And uh, I love men. I love men to the tallest tower. I love a tall man. Um, I just love, I love men. I've also always felt that there are more beautiful women than there are men in the world. Um, I'm, I, I love all humans. Um, but I, I love men. I love the physical act of things. I love all, I love all of it. Um, I'm a, been, always been a very sexual person that has never been a secret, but I'm also someone who's never been afraid to go after what she wants. And uh, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about that. I'm not going to give any names, obviously that would be inappropriate and disrespectful, but I am going to give you a rundown of the roster and what's been going on. So you can keep up and catch up. So as you know, like I said in my last podcast, how I became single, It did put a damper on how I felt about my parents and how I felt about myself. But in all of that, um, last June, at the end of June, no, I think it was July. At the end of July, it may have been June, I'm not sure. um, I was at my good friend, my cake husband, Jeremy. I am Cake King. He has an event called Cake and Trap, and it was held in Atlanta. And so... I wasn't going to go. I was like, I'm not going to go. You know, it was kind of like for a day, but of course I was going to support my friend. And it was the first time I was selling my flavors. So I went to Atlanta. The event basically ended early and I caught an earlier flight. You know, I was like, okay, I'm going to catch an earlier flight. Had a t-shirt on jeans, changed my tennis shoes and just put my Tory Burch flip-flops on black jeans, black and white shirt. Again, we had just finished having the retreat in New Orleans, I believe is what it was. And that was in June. So it was just a little bit after that. So I think it was into June. And I get to the airport early. If you've been to the Atlanta airport, you know, when you drop your rental car off, it's like this steep escalator that you have to go up. So as soon as I go up the escalator, I see this tall chocolate, dark chocolate man in athletic wear but I only saw the back of him and he kind of had one of those little cargo things where you have the boxes stacked on top. You push it like a cart and he turned and looked at me. And when he looked at me, I felt like a bolt of lightning had gone through my entire body. Like I remember it like yesterday it, it, it took me back. Like my whole body was like shocked and I did have black um, Louis Vuitton sunglasses on and they were, they're pretty dark tint. So that's what I was wearing. And I had my backpack and I think I had like a small, like carry on. And he looked at me and it was just the way he looked at me. And then he looked at me again. He was just kind of did a double take, which made me feel like I had something on my face. And he said, hi, how are you? And I was like, I'm good. And then I got my compact out because I thought I had something like hanging on my nose because the way that he was staring at me. And so then the tram comes and now mind you during this time, Mr. Rogers and I were trying to work it out um, or I was trying, he wasn't doing anything, but I mean, it was over. I felt like it was over when I realized he had been cheating on me from the year before. So at the time, you know, 
uh, that's just how I felt about it. So we get on the tram. He is with a group of young men. And when we get on the tram, he turns around and he looks at me again. And he's like, are you, are you sure you're good? And I'm like, yes. And I just was like, okay, is he flirting with me? Because, you know, my mind is not worrying about someone looking at me because I don't feel attractive at this, at this moment in time. So he is standing in the tram and he has leaned up against the pole in the tram situation at the airport. And call me crazy, call me weird. I don't care what you call me. You could call me a lot of things. I've been called a lot of things. He had a backpack on and it had a logo, but there was not a name. It was just literally a monogram logo. And I'm like, okay. Something told me to take a picture like a crazy weirdo bag lady. Like, just take a picture. So I took a picture of him. He's I still have this picture. He's leaned up against his pole. His face isn't even showing. And it's just a backpack with this logo. There's no indication of the man's name, location. There's there's nothing. There's just a logo. But something just told me to take a picture. So I did. And of course, the tram stops and we have to get off. And he is with a group of guys. Um, you know, I went on my way and he went on his. And I was like, okay, I'm never going to see this man again. So I go to the Admiral's Club while I'm waiting for my flight. They had a delay. They had a lot of mechanical issues. So I was there a little bit longer than I wanted to be. But I am looking for this logo. <laughs> like... Who does this? Why am I doing this? Why do I care? Why do I feel so strongly about looking for this man? I don't know what it was, but it was too, I hadn't felt like that in a really long time. Like one, he seemed interested. Two, now I seem thirsty, real thirsty. And three, I just, I couldn't let it go. My intuition, my gut intuition was like, don't let this man walk away. I didn't even know where the man lived. I spent an hour just typing in the description of this logo. It took an hour and I found it. And there he was. He appeared on my phone. I saw his name. I saw where he worked. I saw his location and it happened to be. Houston, like out of all the places, I'm like, he lives in Houston. I live in Dallas. Like, this is crazy. It's not even out of state. I, I, how would I have known? So I find him and I look him up on Instagram and his profile is private. So I sent a message and I'm like, Hey, I just met you in the Atlanta airport. Of course, I'm like staring at my phone once I get on the plane, before I get on the plane, when I get off the plane, like this man has not responded. So now I feel stupid. Comes back. He does respond and he's, you know, very complimentary in the response. It says, yes, you know, I did. This, this is me and I'm in Houston and blah, blah, blah. So we exchange details and information, which I will not be giving. Um, you can take this as you want not favorable on this, but, you know, he has his life and I have mine. And, um, we did talk for a while. And then I was like, 
screw it. I'm, I'm just going to go to Houston. Like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I can pick up and go and do whatever I want. So I go to Houston. Now, this is the first man, and, and I'm being very honest when I say this. This is the first man that I have met. I am 42. This man is like a man's man. He is a manly man. He is tall. He is gorgeous. He carries himself well. His swagger. I mean, every single thing about this man is sexy and attractive. Now, normally I like light chocolate. I'm all for a light-skinned man. This man was dark chocolate Godiva, and I wanted to dive in. Yes. And when I tell you, it just, just the way he carried himself in the airport was enough for me. So our first encounter is me coming to going to Houston. I hadn't slept with anyone, you know, besides Mr. Rogers at the time. Like I hadn't, um, I had been, I had did date a doctor right before I met, we'll call him H town. For instance, um, I did meet a doctor right before this incident and I did sleep with the doctor. That was the first time I had slept with someone else in six years. And though that was okay, he is internal medicine. So he knew everything about your body. And so even though it wasn't as large as I wanted it to be, it was still a good time. But it wasn't like for like a lot of the time. It was just a couple times. And I just, it just didn't do it for me completely. So I'm nervous because this man is good looking, great body in my eyes and tall and just delicious. And I'm nervous for the first time. And I'm a very sexual person. So I was really nervous to like, I'm 42. So at the time I'm thinking to myself, like this was last year. I'm like, you know, my body, now that I'm single in my forties, I'm like, I'm not as small as I used to be. Um, I have gray hair. You know, I don't know how I'm supposed to be. Does he like lingerie? Does he not like lingerie? Like these are things that I didn't think of when I was in my relationship. But now that I'm out here in the streets, I'm thinking to myself, like, I need to be dressed up every single time. Like, you know, I, this is all new and I'm trying to impress this man and I'm trying to be sexy and, you know, I, my mind is racing. So I buy some lingerie on Amazon, which I've never bought in my life. Um, so cute, by the way and inexpensive for the occasion. But I just, I had to have this man. Like, he didn't have to be mine, but I had to have it. So he comes to the door. I have my lingerie on. Uh, I attack the man as soon as he hits the door. There's a little bit of small talk. Now, mind you, we've been texting and talking on the phone and FaceTiming and all of those things. And when it came time to get to that part of really what I came for, it was everything and more, more than I bargained, more than I thought it would be. And uh, it was, it was amazing. In fact, it was phenomenal. I, I just, let me tell you, it's like when you fantasize about eating at a restaurant and you really want to taste the risotto because everyone said the risotto is just phenomenal. And you've been thinking about the risotto and then you get the risotto and it's just succulent and decadent and rich and amazing. And it's just, it explodes in your mouth and you don't want to stop eating it. And you wish there was more and you're almost saving it on your plate. That's how good it was. And that was definitely going to go back for more. So I had that. 
honey, put me out like a light child. I, I went to sleep. I was just in amazed and the connection and the passion. It was like we had been lovers for years. I mean, it was literally like a Netflix show. Like that's how the night went. Oh, and he smelled so good and he looked so good. And I was just like, oh my God, just so dreamy. And then I went back to Houston two weeks later. Now you're probably wondering like, why do you, why did you go back? Why wouldn't I go back? And two, again, I'm an entrepreneur, so I can move around how I want during the week. You know, someone who has a corporate job can't do that. So I went back and then I thought, okay, it's my birthday. You come up here. That did not happen. And I noticed kind of a pattern over time. Like when it came time to come this way, it just really wasn't happening. And I didn't really know why. And so that bothered me, but he is in an athletic role with his job. And so, you know, there's a lot of travel, there's games, there's this and that, that type of thing. So that may just be an excuse on my part, but I really didn't care because I'm free as a bird. I can do whatever I want. So I'm basically 45 South has been hot for me, you know, the highway going back and forth. Uh, But it's been nice. It's not all the time. There may be a couple months I don't see him. Excuse me. I don't see H-Town. There's sometimes I do more than others. But I'm saying all this to say that this weekend I am traveling out of town um, as he works to be there um, with him. Uh, I'm nervous because I haven't been. I mean, I've been out of town. I mean, Mr. Rogers and I travel a lot, but to go meet a man out of town while he's working, I have never done this in my life. The last time I went out of town, like dating someone or whatever you want to call it was like so long ago. And I was traveling to Charlotte a lot because I was dating someone that I used to know in college, but this is different. Like I'm a grown woman. Like that was over. That was like a decade ago when I was traveling to Charlotte. So I don't know. I am nervous. I don't know what to expect. Um, you know, obviously I have to get my nails done and pedicure and all those great things, but I am going to be supportive um, over the weekend for what he does in his profession. And this is a first for me. Like I'm nervous. I, you know, want to make sure I look the part if that's what you want to call it. But H-Town has been amazing. He's definitely someone that I can look up to, ask advice for, and just all of the things that I desire in another human being, but you know, sometimes people aren't as available as you wish that they were uh, due to the circumstances. So it's a very, you know, here and there, I guess. Um, I've been wanting to move to Houston and it wasn't for him. It's just my design aesthetic and I also is changing and I also feel like there are more people in Houston that can appreciate that design aesthetic versus here in Dallas because I'm just not getting it. I'm not feeling it. It's just, it's not happening for me here. Um, so that was one of the reasons, but you know, I'm looking for a new adventure. He is, you know, really someone I've been dating since last summer. Um, you may have heard me if you follow me on Instagram, I heard me talk about my light skin boyfriend. He is local. He works with his hands. He's also an entrepreneur and 
he's light skinned. He's good looking. He's very simple, um, non-excessive, which is really what drew me to him. My good friend actually not referred, but kind of hooked us up. And I like my light skinned boyfriend, but it's not consistent either. It's just like hit, hit or miss. Like, oh, do you want to go eat? Oh, do you want to do this? We don't communicate all the time. And it's never really just even been about sex. Like he is quiet, unlike me. And, you know, he kind of got me through my breakup. He told me, you know, this apartment that I live in now, he was telling me about the area. And that's really how I got here. And, you know, he has been really a big light at the end of the tunnel made me want to bake again and do things again. And, um, you know, we're friends, if anything, like I said, we see each other here and there, but it's not consistent. And, you know, we're not even like physically doing anything. So that's what's happening. I, you know, H town is it right now. And, um, I really, I really care for him and I adore him and um, that's where it is. But again, it's not consistent. So I'm open to meeting new people, dating new people. Unfortunately, do I want to? Not really, because I, I like um, liking one person. But at the same time, that doesn't always mean that that's the best option. So I'm keeping my options open. I have been dating. I've gone out with a few men. And, you know, I hear everyone say like the dating pool is crappy. I have not experienced that because I feel as though you meet people where you're at. And when I was in my 20s, it was I met the most the the biggest idiots I had ever met in my life. But that's because I was immature, didn't know what I wanted and was all over the place. Could I have been married in my 20s? Yes. I've been asked. I've been in, well, I don't even say engaged, but I've had like three men ask me to marry them. <laughs> I, I, we went to the jewelry store, we looked at rings, and I basically had an anxiety attack <laughs> in the jewelry store last time. It, one that ring was, the diamond was too small. Three carats it up. That's what, that's the size. If someone asks you your ring size, give them the carat size. He wanted to give me half a carat. The answer is no. But honestly, I'm not really a big jewelry fanatic. You can get me a gold band with no diamonds on it and I would be just fine. I, I'm not really big on jewelry in that way. It's never been a thing for me. But I will say this is where I'm at. I'm nervous about the weekend. I haven't done this before. And um, I'm looking forward to coming back and giving a report of how it worked out. I did tack on some fun things and, and, uh, seeing some friends while I'm there, um, out of town in Atlanta, but yeah. So, you know, this is new for the both of us. Definitely nervous because I'm going to support someone and, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I gotta go buy, I mean, I'm going to be in a specific, you know, it's athletic. So I'm going to be in this rec center situation all weekend being supportive. So of course I have to look the part. I mean, I'm not a Reebok person. I'm a Nike person. So I got to go do that today before I leave. Cause I leave in two days, but yeah, excuse me. That's where I'm at. That's where it's been. Uh, two H town and light skin. But like I said, light skin's kind of, you know, it's like a layaway plan. It's just here and there only when you need it, but it's not even that. So 
Most of the time I'm by myself. I'm not really been doing anything with anyone else. I tried online dating that, that got weird. It's just not where I'm at. So I'm taking 2023 as I call it. And I told Jeremy healing and hoeing. Um, to me, hoeing doesn't mean that you're sleeping with a bunch of different men. I think hoeing is just doing what you want when you want. And I am healing along the way. I'm not completely over my ex. I'm, I still think of him a lot more than I want to because your mind plays tricks on you. And I also, you know, I'm still in love with someone that really doesn't exist. And even though I am, you know, talking to, you know, one or two other people, um, my heart is one place and my mind is another. But yeah, that's what's happening with me at this time. That's it. I don't have any other juicy stories to tell you, but I will say the intimacy is amazing. It's probably more than I've ever had. I mean, it really is amazing. Now, I did come across someone who was younger than me, like 11 years younger than me, not too long ago. It was like playing on the playground. It was a breath of fresh air. I think if you have a high sex drive and you're single and you're like in your late 30s or in your 40s or 50s, going younger is the way to go. They don't miss a beat. I mean, it 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 just, it doesn't stop. And if you don't want it to stop, it's not going to stop. And that's the great thing about being with someone younger who is sexually active. If you are sexually active, if that's what you want to do. I mean, you won't regret it. It's like going on a miracle round. It's just, you go round and round, round and round we go, just like the song. But yeah, but there's also nothing like being with a man who's a man and just has it together and can walk this walk and just smells delicious and that you can just look at like, ah, like a ray, like God just put rays of, of sunshine on you and your vagina. Yes. I said, yes, a ray of sunshine and, and like a song comes on. I mean, it's just, it's, it's the Holy grail. You, you can't get past that. And I don't think I've ever been with, I don't want to say think I know I've never been with a man like this. And the last time I was with a man like this was in my early thirties and he was 13 years older than me. And I didn't know what I was doing, you know, but I knew no, now he just wanted to be with someone younger. That's what I was there for. But to be at an age where I'm finally feeling confident and good about myself and I have the money to move around and do the things that I want to do and to be able to go this weekend just makes it harder. I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. I'm here for a guilt-free, do whatever you want to do. That's what I'm doing. And I'm not having any issues about it. So yes, so after explaining it all and then telling you my dating situation and what's happening, now maybe you get it. You see the light here. But, you know, I think a lot of people think I have like several men I talk to, and that's really not the case. Um, 
you know, like I said, every day is a different day. Um, you know, I'm hoping that each day gets better where I don't think about my ex or any of those things. Just the other day, some of the clothing items that I did have just to feel comfort when I moved, I finally just threw away. I had them in the closet. It was time to get rid of them. I just, I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to feel it. I didn't want it in my house. Of course, at the time, it just made me feel better because I didn't want my relationship to end. So yeah, my phone is ringing. I got to go. I'll see you when I come back from Atlanta. Thanks, everybody.